very warm welcome to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you will enjoy this podcast. Hi Rajesh, thank you for joining us on Blitz Business. It's good to have you. Thanks Ashish uh, for having me here. It's uh, looking forward for this interaction. Awesome. Uh, so Rajesh, in one line, uh, how will you explain what you guys are doing? So we are building India's uh, first private equity marketplace. Uh, so people who want to invest in IPOs, investors do not generally get the shares. Uh, IPOs are highly oversubscribed. They get oversubscribed mm-hmm. by 10 times, 20 times, 50 times. So we provide uh, investor an opportunity to invest in these companies where they get a fixed allotment before the IPO itself. So say today, if someone wants to invest in say Swiggy, Ola, Ola Electric, Reliance Retail, HDB, Chennai Super Kings. So we have 250 plus offerings. So we'll provide investors a chance to invest in these companies. Apart from that, uh, we also provide investors a chance to invest in startups. So uh, people who want to invest early so the next Ola's or next Swiggy's, uh, which would be popular in next say five to 10 years, those kind of companies, which are right now, uh, maybe very small, but are growing at a very fast pace. Uh, people get an opportunity to invest in these organizations. So this is what we do. Okay. So let me, um, uh, it's very interesting. Let me try to rephrase. So first part is basically any company, uh, for which IPO is coming, you help. Uh, sort of mm-hmm. get shares maybe for example simple one the recent one is sort of like LIC right so it's like you are saying if LIC is getting listed it's if investors want to subscribe beforehand so they can come to you is that my understanding correct yes uh, sort of uh, so LIC was a private org- uh, so LIC is a government organization so LIC mm-hmm. does not have any previous investors so companies uh, who have already had some angel investors, venture capital funds or private equity funds means people uh, where uh, companies where there are earlier investors, uh, we can get the shares from them. Uh-huh. Even companies provide ESOPs these days, employee stock options. Uh-huh. So uh, company, uh, employees having ESOPs uh, can uh, re- uh, sell these shares to us and uh-huh. we can help uh, these shares to the investors who want to invest. So Paytm is a perfect example. Like last year, Paytm was a big, uh, big IPO. But mm-hmm. if someone wanted to invest in uh, Paytm, uh, they can come to our platform and they could invest earlier in Paytm before the IPO itself. Okay. And you mentioned someone can sell their ESOP to you. But uh, doesn't it depends on right. the ESOP plan if they are allowed to do so or not? Not really. So ESOP has a four-year uh, vesting period. Uh, uh, but whatever, like most of the companies use it for retention mm-hmm. and every year a certain portion, like 25% of their uh, uh, ESOPs get vested. So those shares can be uh, taken by the investor in their, by the employee in their DMAT and then they can uh, get these shares and then they can uh, sell these shares. So now problem was uh, there was no marketplace earlier before us where they can actually go and sell these shares. So uh, now they have a chance to come to us and they can actually sell these shares uh, through our platform and provide it to the investors uh, who want to invest in these companies. So this is a pretty interesting space. Like there are more than 60,000 startups today. Yes. A lot of uh, startups are providing. 
ஜின்கேசன் at uh, at the stage where he has joined the startup so they they can really liquidate these shares and uh, get liquidity for themselves and on the other hand the investors who want to invest in these companies they can directly invest in these uh, uh, companies uh, without going through an aif route or hmm. without going through alternative investment fund route where he has to take a very big bet for an example for uh, paytm or easygo these kind of companies uh, so we have uh, multiple companies where esops are getting traded uh, on our platform so uh, if an investor want to invest in these companies the minimum ticket size uh, is pretty large like if you actually want to invest in say ola you have to go to the venture capital fund or a private equity fund who actually invest in ola so uh, and those typically are much like more than 5 crore 10 crore ticket size but if someone want to say invest say 1 lakh rupees or 5 lakh rupees uh, or 10 lakh rupees people today have these kind of uh, disperse like these kind of incomes to uh, dispose like to invest uh, there is a lot lot of people especially youth today have these kind of uh, savings where they can they want to invest somewhere between uh, 2 lakh to 20 30 lakhs rupees uh, in companies so they can easily invest in these companies rather than going through an aif route which uh, they might not be even uh, be able to subscribe to a uh, to these uh, alternate investment funds as the ticket size is pretty large so that's that's very uh, uh, handy thing you know for employees if someone has is having a cash crunch or wants to offload or something but tell me rajesh uh, in the current time now when the funding winter is upon us as someone and some people are saying or uh, the funding is definitely being now constrained the valuations are now getting adjusted so i'm pretty sure it will be impacting you guys also are you seeing the impact what is the reality on ground because you are the marketplace for that what are you guys seeing so what we see right now uh, venture capital funds and private especially vcs uh, and micro vcs uh, the year before trend was to chase out companies uh, on the revenue multiples and uh, there is a very interesting concept which uh, new uh, which uh, has arisen these days where companies being valued on the number of working hours a technology team a tech team uh, is putting in and that is how uh, very crazy valuations are given to uh, really? startups so like, just walk us, so walk us through yeah. like how how does that work i'm hearing first time <laughs> right so this is pretty crazy like a company i'll not name the company but it has got became unicorn very recently they have got 16 crore worth of uh, so they have got 16 crore of revenue and they be, became unicorn a unicorn is something which is worth more than 8000 crore rupees mm, if i take right. a dollar equal to 80 a 16 crore revenue company making a loss of more than uh, 50 crores is right oh now being worth uh, valued than 8000 crores at oh what kind of valuations these companies uh, are even and these are not simple guys there are like retail investors 
who are generally uh, considered that they don't understand the valuation these are typical guys like who are very good with the money management and these kind of crazy valuations uh, was happening and this was not only in, uh, if this is first example which i am taking the mm-hmm. second example there was an india pakistan match and i saw uh, an ad uh, done by sachin dendrukar uh-huh. of a company and that has also so i i got interested i went on to internet to search about the financials and then i realized the company is doing 38 crores of revenue and 110 crore of loss and that is again uh, being a new unicorn which is uh, recently being formed uh, <laughs> even in a company so there are multiple uh, like uh, there are multiple uh, cases here uh, even a 1995 crore worth of company which is again very popular has got, done a lot of marketing and it's a very popular name now these days has mm-hmm. right now got more than 6 billion dollar valuation a 95 crore revenue company oh, oh, having 500 more than 500 crore of loss is having 50000 more than 50000 crore worth uh, like right now the business is being valued at 50000 crore so these kind of crazy valuations obviously so you cannot uh, keep on uh, like pumping money and think ki they will dump the shares through an ipo and uh, pass it on to the retail investors like we have seen it with even with paytm policy bazaar and other com- uh, even zomato mm-hmm. where this thing actually didn't work out uh, the 100 150 year old principles of uh, discounted cash flow methods are basically uh, cash flow is considered to be the king of any business profitability is considered uh, these these are the matrices which uh, has been uh, there from last 100 years 150 years and they will keep on survive uh, th- th- these are the real uh, organization or real assets where uh, companies uh, do get uh, like th- these are the organization uh, so these are the matrices on which uh, organization should be valued rather than being valued on uh, revenue multiples or these uh, new terminologies of manars putting in uh, on the technology so i don't think this was sustainable and that uh, kind of bubble has burst uh, mm-hmm. and that that is right now being, uh, we what we see in the last uh, especially 9 months uh, since uh, november and december of 2021 that uh, now it it is becoming more and more difficult for the organization which are not profitable Mm-hmm. Uh, which are not having healthy balance sheet and uh, are just chasing vanity matrices to get funded even through vcs and uh, through uh, micro vcs or even through angel investors the first thing uh, and this is this is still uh, like the the darkest uh, days are still not uh, uh, like over i think uh, it is going to haunt uh, more as uh, there are still a lot of uh, vcs still chasing uh, Uh, different types of matrices which i think uh, will get uh, corrected in next 2 uh, to 3 years right now the cha- the challenge uh, what we see uh, uh, especially with the startup entrepreneurs with which we with which we are working is uh, people who are having really good businesses but they might not be even a technology business so give you, i'll give you an example we have got us recently a company which is of in special chemi- specialty chemical sector and mm-hmm. that is one of the sector which has made really good money good amount of money uh, across the board like any company in specialty chemicals in last 10 years have given at least 50x return and uh, there is a new company which is uh, uh, growing very aggressively in that space but is actually not able to get any vc funding uh, the reason be behind uh, what they what he, they have been told is uh, that they are not a technology uh, company 
ಕೆಮಿಕಲ್ಸ್ because it is very uh, cumbersome to drive the complete process but as such they do not have a website or an app uh, because they do need uh, that that kind of they don't have a customer base uh, which caters to that uh, uh, thing so mm-hmm. it becomes really right now very difficult for these companies to get funded and that is where we stand out like uh, this is where we are getting a lot of traction from lot of organization where uh, we are trying to help out those businesses which are having these uh, healthy cash flows which are having these uh, good vision of next 3 to 5 years 10 years down the line uh, want to build a good big business and uh, are not able to get uh, f- funding through these vcs and uh, uh, other uh, networks so we are trying the uh, to get these companies funding and there we see a lot of traction uh, for us at least uh, uh, we see a lot of traction because people do realize uh, Uh, the investors base which we have uh, do realize the value of uh, a good uh, cash flow company a good balance sheet company mm-hmm. so this is some some something very interesting like although there is a on the uh, one side uh, there is a lot of companies which struggle to get uh, vc funding because uh, of the factors which i uh, just mentioned and uh, but on the other side if i talk about our marketplace we are getting a lot of good these companies are actually coming to our platform and uh, trying to raise funds uh, through other investors uh, which is having good uh, uh, which are having good businesses overall rather than chasing out uh, some uh, crazy matrices so what i am able to understand is basically this so called professional money or the vc money uh, is just um, they are just passing the bag <laughs> to the new investor <laughs> right i i am i don't want to again take names but uh, this is what we have actually seen uh, ashish and what mm-hmm. uh, we saw last year uh, you, you would have uh, seen couple of founders being sacked uh, from a vc uh, because they were on the board and uh, once uh, the agreements uh, didn't happen mm-hmm. and uh, one of them was on the shark tank like, so there were multiple controversies uh, for the other company as well so mm-hmm. this is right now uh, being ball passing i don't want to uh, say but uh, at times uh, it becomes really astonishing to see what kind of crazy valuation these companies are getting and on what matters is they are getting uh, is actually not at all and when I, when we talk to these family offices or uh, any even if efficient affluent investors uh, accredited investors they are not even aware that uh, although they are uh, giving money but right now even they are uh, matlab overall uh, what we say uh, they they don't have a really understand a very good understanding on how these vcs are investing in these companies uh, on what matters is they are investing i think i, I can relate i recently met there was a company i'm forgetting uh, so they are into this web 3 crypto space and i consider myself you know i i have a tech background so i understand technology fairly you know i can i can vouch for it you know it will work not mm-hmm. work 
and it didn't make any sense what the other person said and they have become a unicorn <laughs> and even they don't have few crores of revenue mm-hmm. and the technology is so cryptic i mean uh, whatever they are pitching so i mean yeah definitely i mean it's harder to understand i think you get better valuation <laughs> मतलब <laughs> this is not even worth uh, 600000 asking me to do it on 400 million so we say no to lot of these companies and rather than these so these ideas uh, uh, really are i'm not again against uh, web 3.0 or anything but uh, valuations of these companies are really mind boggling how do they get you get funded uh, if you are uh, yes absolutely doing something very particular mm. we are doing something very particular in technology uh, if you can use some uh, three uh, like four five terminology is good uh, you, <laughs> can, you can u- use uh, say blockchain in our uh, uh, ai ml uh, in a manner where uh, which is easily understandable you can actually get funded through a vc So how do they get so much confidence, Rajesh, on terms of sixty thousand dollar revenue for a few hundred million dollar valuation? I think either the world is smoking something else, and which we are not aware of. Right. Even I, 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 I think the same. What are they smoking? <laughs> when, when, when they came to me, the, the founder itself said, uh, and I asked. So he explained me the. complete concept and i asked for the uh, financials and when uh, he told me financial is something very different from the valuations why you are mixing the two and i was looking at his face uh, <laughs> he said why are you mixing the two uh, once you start seeing the financials and when he told my apprehension that we will not be able to launch his company he said why why are you even going in the financials you show the rosy picture that we will do this in next 3 years 5 years He said, "Boss, uh, we want to be here. Uh, this marketplace. Uh, so we feel very proud uh, of what we are doing here, mm-hmm. helping uh, startup entrepreneurs uh, uh, actually raise funds through our platform. And uh, uh, so we, but we want it. It's a win-win situation for the founders as well as for the investors. Good businesses who want to raise funds can actually come to our uh, our place, uh, our marketplace, and they can raise funds." so this not only once a founder gets funded they not only able to create jobs uh, which goes back uh, for the betterment of our economy indian economy and this we feel very proud of uh, serving the community through our uh, through our means and on the other side investors who want to invest in a good business rather than some vanity matrices they get uh, early access so right now say today if you uh, right now if you today want to invest in a mutual fund you can do it uh, like it is pretty easy or you can invest directly in a company through bsc or nsc right uh-huh. so opening a dmat is easy opening a mutual fund but today if you want to invest in a company which is uh, which is not uh, so which is private basically if so today if you want to invest in a company which is private there is no means right now for an investor to invest in a company you either have to go through an aif route 
which is again uh, not every it is not everybody's cup of tea to have uh, to invest at least one crore uh, that is the minimum ticket size today there are a lot of accredited investors who want to invest somewhere between 2 lakh to 50 lakh a uh, lot of uh, high net worth individuals uh, are working in uh, so, organizations having these yeah so rajesh what sort of so coming to planify now so what sort of uh, funding have you guys raised so far you know you have helped uh, companies raise capital and what is your business model in this entire scenario so uh, i'll come to this latter question then i'll come to the first one so but when we started we started with the secondary sale of these pre ipo shares we call it pre ipo i i companies which are before the ipo so companies which are going public but are yet not public uh, we provided uh, shares of these companies as i said com- people didn't get uh, ipo shares enough of the ipo shares so we started with this concept and we got uh, quite popular in last 3 years uh, it got uh, so this was one problem on the one side investor didn't get uh, uh, get access to uh, companies when they are going public most of the uh, investors will uh, like the mo- most of the ipos are highly oversubscribed and the most of the investor will not get any any allotment of the shares so this was one problem and on the other side what we saw uh, like even there there is a problem for vcs as well as angel investors uh, if they need liquidity and for the employees as i said uh, they are having thousands of crores worth of uh, shares if they needed liquidity they were not having any place where they can come and uh, sell the shares so we created this model where uh, we act as an uh, mediatory uh, intermediary and uh, we uh, helped these angel investor uh, sell these shares and get these get investors these shares so while doing this we got quite popular i'll say uh, by god grace uh, and uh, with the love of our investors uh, so they also started asking us uh, we we are doing secondary side why don't we bring uh, the primary side of the things where they can actually start in uh, start investing in startups so uh, there was a popular series uh, which came in after, like 6 months before in the name of shark tank on sony which featured on sony so uh, we started looking out at startups uh, which uh, which are having good ideas uh, which are having good balance sheets uh, uh, healthy cash flows uh, bring started bringing those companies in and we were able to uh, so uh, for the first organization we were able to raise help them raise 35 crores through our platform uh, the second organization uh, uh, which we helped uh, help uh, we were able to help them raise uh, 15 crores uh, there is couple of more organization where uh, we have helped close to uh, again the third organization also we we are helping them raise close to 20 crores right now they have raised close to 14 crores and uh, there is a company from shark tank itself where we are helping them so they had a, a small ask they have an ask of uh, close to 1 and 1/2 crores so we will be helping them raise uh, that that money through our platform so these are uh, small uh, investors hnis funds who no, or no, you no, have all we have uh, all so uh, as all. i said uh, so this is a pyramid so we do have so we do have retail investors who want to invest less than 2 lakhs Mm-hmm. Uh, the major portion uh, or the biggest uh, people which we have is who want to invest somewhere between 2 lakh to 50 lakh so our average ticket size is close to 3 lakh so people who came in they generally want to invest say uh, between uh, 5 lakh to 10 lakh in an organization 
so there is a lot of people who are actually uh, who are actually who come into this bucket uh, who want to invest uh, in a good business uh, so say someone uh, who want to uh, uh, invest uh, so we provide them an opportunity to invest then we do have angel investors who whose ticket size is more more than 50 lakh that uh, in our terminology we call them angel investors uh, who want to invest more than 50 lakh uh, so their ticket size can go up to 5 crores and uh, then we also have uh, uh, these people so we also have family offices uh, we, their ticket size really does not matter if uh, something clicks they are able to put in money um, like on the table uh, how much uh, is required uh, so these these are the four or five peop- uh, uh, four or five set of category of investors which uh, we okay. are right now adhering uh, like uh, and and i can assume your then business model is like few percentages of the capital raise right in terms of like how the bankers are doing few percentages of the total amount of fundraising is it that your model or something else in fact it is interesting that uh, we don't actually charge uh, so uh, the model which we have is we take a percentage of equity uh, from a company so if a, we believe in our organization what we ask them is to rather than give us 5% or 10% or 3% of the money raised because the money is being right now see why the person came to us if you actually see if an entrepreneur is coming to us he is he wants to raise funds uh, but rajesh you uh, really but, does not make sense for us. but but you need cash flow right you need cash to run your operation right so how do you do that you cannot run on equity <laughs> right so this is a good question so we do keep a small margin uh, for uh, the so there is a gap between seller and the investor pricing which we uh, keep so that uh, invest so so to make up for the margin uh, to run the operations mm-hmm. so that is how we make money all right so okay so basically you are long on indian startups your position is long on indian startups you have no other choice <laughs> Right. Okay, got it. We do companies which we can uh-huh. can actually really become uh, very good. We have an in in house valuation team which assess the businesses uh, how uh, and uh, what kind of business moat like what is their uh, business strength as compared to their competitors or uh, the positioning. What is their go to market strategy? strategy. how they are positioned so all of these things we do uh, take into consideration and then take a bet on uh, backing up a startup got it. and and now let's talk about little bit about marketplace you know building a marketplace ecosystem is a very difficult uh, uh, execution from execution standpoint right so when you started building sort of this marketplace what was your approach uh, for all our listeners if they want to understand building a marketplace in journal what was your approach uh, you first started with uh, demand side supply side how did you go about building the marketplace if you can share some insights you're learning that will be really helpful so what we concentrated was uh, on the sales uh, on the demand side i'll say like uh, what is the demand and that is how we actually started shaping up the business in fact when we started we were really not sure of what to build uh, honestly but, uh, on my first day i was having an idea of uh, building an insurance aggregator just like policy bazaar 
uh, we thought we we can actually do this but uh, why and we had five six ideas which we wanted to uh, implement and see how it goes in first uh, three to six months of our experimentation we actually and pre ipo and this is one another problem which we saw uh, which was in the in the real hands of people like they didn't get uh, enough of ipo shares so this was also one of the concept which we tried out in first three to six months of operations we actually realized that uh, there are already players uh, who are quite uh, uh, i'll say who are quite ahead uh, in this uh, in the other spaces like for insurance aggregations for mutual fund distributions but is one space uh, where nobody is right now present uh, where uh, there is no organized marketplace so what we saw was the problem which is right now not being solved we took that problem so uh, to answer your question like uh, what we saw was ki where this traction is coming and we did a lot of experimentation rather than assuming that this will be a problem we experimented for first 3 to 6 months and then see the results uh, that uh, where actually the problem is lying uh, lying right now where we have started getting traction where we have actually started getting real cash flows rather than thinking we are building something which will give us uh, cash flow in next uh, uh, year or two years uh, we thought uh, where is uh, we have started getting uh, enough of the traction which can actually uh, float the which can keep the company running without any funding uh, so this was one thing uh, on which we hinged our model like we don't want to uh, we we never wanted to uh, go uh, to take money at very early stage we thought uh, uh, we want to become a, uh, we want to shape up a model which is self sufficient which should be able to drive the business and uh, so for that uh, we uh, concentrated a lot on sales like what is actually selling where, where is actually uh, where is uh, there is a lot of demand which is right now being not addressed so that is where we saw this uh, opportunity of creating uh, this pre ipo or private equity marketplace so we started with the demand side and eventually as i said uh, when once we uh, catered to a lot of demand uh, so in 3 years uh, we grew quite exponentially last year itself we grew grew 3400% by profits and i'm not talking about revenue i'm talking 3400% by profits by god grace uh, uh, so with this exponential growth uh, the eventual side was to work on even on the demand side like helping out how these founders to raise funds uh, where we can actually uh, take the right businesses go to help them go to their next level so um, uh, rajesh how much capital you guys have raised for yourself so in first 3 years uh, we didn't raise even a single rupee uh, uh, on to be honest uh, we uh, like our cash flows are healthy we are a zero debt company our return on equity is more than 200% and uh, overall as i said uh, our profitability increased by 3400% last year and our revenue jump like the total transaction volume was up by 1000% so what we saw what we thought was uh, rather than taking so we actually really didn't need any money so we had uh, money in the bank uh, to actually support our growth growth plans but what we saw from our investor was that they could see our our growth they could uh, feel that the kind of differentiation which we are bringing in the market they started asking us why don't we get them the shares of our own company and just because of the investors demand we thought okay uh, let's uh, give uh, 
uh, and equity to the people who want to invest in this uh, in in our organization. So uh, and we have done it uh, to very few few of the investors uh, which which are kind of very loyal to us or which has got now very strong bonding with us. So we have raised close to two crores, and uh, we have given them these shares. Uh, uh, and so as of now, we we have raised close to two crores, uh, passing so, on this uh, mm-hmm. uh, company shares to the board investors. So Rajesh, you are holding back a good company on your platform. You have to list yourself also there. <laughs> right, right. So we are holding on to it. Uh, we in this year we have started giving ESOPs to our employees. That is where I think a lot of value creation will will come in. And the investors, uh, the our employees will be able to make a good amount of money in coming years. And uh, yes, you are right. Uh, definitely, uh, if someone wants to invest in our organization, we'll be happy to have it or her, uh, and they can be part of our journey. And and you are not aiming to become a unicorn anytime soon, no? <laughs> <laughs> no, really, our right, our aim is to actually bring out the differentiation of uh, solving problems. So first problem, as I said, we solved. Was uh, where people didn't get enough of the IPO share. The second differentiating model which we have is founders who are not able to get funding. So I, I am sure like you would have met at least hundred of people who will say, I uh, we keep on chasing VCs, we keep on chasing investors. Yes. And there is no response. And uh, so the, and there are a lot of authentic businesses. There are very good businesses uh, having. Uh, multi crore of worth of uh, profitability uh, as well as revenues and, and having very good cash flows. These kind of businesses are also not getting good funding. So this is where uh, we feel we can bring a lot of differentiation. Uh, we, we are helping these entrepreneurs raise funds uh, so that they can become bigger. And obviously, uh, if the eventual goal is to get them listed on uh, on an exchange uh, on BSC or NSE. And uh, the third differentiation work we feel is, uh, so again, this is a bit typical of someone want to invest in a company today. Uh, if some, so there, the, the things which I talked about, a 16 crore revenue company be, becoming a unicorn. People are not even aware that these companies are not making uh, good enough, uh, enough of uh, like the revenues or there is no profitability to these organizations. So we are creating a private equity database which is again right now if someone want to uh, invest in a company in a private company the database itself is worth and like, the minimum subscription fees is 50 lakh 50 lakh an year and we are trying to bring a new model there uh, any any so we have already built a research report panel where anyone can come on to our website or an app and they can actually look out uh, the real financials of these companies and uh, the real valuation. Huh. Like basically the so platform like tracks traction or something, right? They, they they sell these databases if I'm not mistaken. Right. So, the, so traction is a very good database. Uh, but uh, again, traction uh, do a lot of, uh, so they don't create a research report. They basically provide you a lot of data. Hmm. So they provide a lot of data and uh, again, their subscription fees is uh, close to, I think, 35, 36,000 per month. So if some, say, say someone want to invest 5 lakh rupees 
an year or someone want to bet uh, in two startups in in an year say someone want to invest 10 lakh rupees or 3 lakh rupees why would he uh, go and uh, subscribe to a traction database this is what our philosophy is i'm not again taking anything from traction uh, and again that they, they and then doing doing the hard work of uh, creating a research report on those data points it will be actually very difficult so what we are doing is creating a final research report on all the data points and so that people can actually take a call whether they should invest whether they should hold on to an organization or whether they should sell an organization and we are coming up with a model uh, which is as as cheap as like amazon prime subscription which comes at 100 rupees per month per users kind of a thing uh which is uh, which we feel is a very good subscription model and uh, there will be a lot of masses which uh, want to invest in good businesses looking at uh, the real figures of uh, these uh, businesses and then taking a call uh, on whether they should invest or not rather than right now taking uh, investing in businesses which, which uh, they are familiar with like uh, the brands uh, which are being advertised on tvs rather than just investing in those companies they can actually uh, look out uh in these companies see the financials uh, see the shareholding patterns see the growth trajectory see the valuations and then take a final call whether they should invest or not um awesome 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 rajesh i think uh, uh, you have lot of insights and fun stories so let's talk about little about you so what's your background rajesh if you can tell our listeners uh, this is your first company second company you were working before what were you doing as an individual before you started this so uh, i am uh, i hail from a very small town firozpur uh, which is in punjab it is just next to uh, husainwala border Uh, which is uh, like so the eight, so our uh, city is eight kilometers away from Pakistan um, border. So I came from a town which is uh, having a lot of discipline. Uh, there is a uh, Kent area in our uh, in our city uh, in in the town. Uh, which uh, so I have seen uh, army people growing up, uh, being around them, and seen kind of discipline in them uh, uh, overall. and it's a very peaceful place although people might think we we are very close to pakistan but it's a very peaceful and a very beautiful place so i hail from a small town uh, i i am a btech guy uh, so i have done my uh, my engineering uh, in at, at punjab itself uh, through punjab technical university i started uh, in the technology field uh, uh, so i was doing well I, i'll say i was doing uh, uh, like overall quite well in my uh, career so i started with an mnc and i then moved to uh, likes of uh, amazon i have worked for amazon i have worked for uh, snapdeal for almost 5 years now also worked for a startup so almost a decade experience in technology was working as a senior engineering manager uh, before i moved on uh, to build something of my own and uh, so how this planify occurred was uh, when i was doing my engineering i happened to apart from computers i happened to develop an interest for finance and i started my investment journey at the age of 18 i started investing in stocks with very small amount of money obviously at that point of time uh, that is where some somewhere uh, this finance and everything got imbibed in me and i have done uh, so whatever i have learned i have learned uh, through practical terms i have never taken any financial degree 
बट एट एज ऑफ ट्वेंटी वन वेन आई स्टार्टेड इन्वेस्टिंग इन म्यूचुअल फंड म्यूचुअल फंड दिस इज लाइक थर्टीन ईयर्स बैक सो द म्यूचुअल फंड एडवाइजर हु केम इन वॉज सिक्सटी ईयर ओल्ड गाय एंड ही वॉज इन दर्कल वॉज इन द इंडस्ट्री फ्रॉम लास्ट ट्वेंटी ईयर्स and what he suggested me was that uh, you and he told me that uh, i was his youngest investor so he asked me he suggested me why don't i spread uh, the whatever financial knowledge i have uh, among my peers and i thought it is a good uh, hobby to pursue so i was bit popular in my uh, in my age group in my with my colleagues and friends that uh, go and ask rajesh uh, where we should invest where people will come to me uh, to uh, have suggestion on where they should invest or where they should not invest specifically where they should not invest so uh, from that last 10 years uh, i used to do it uh, in my free time uh, used to teach people and that thing uh, caught up on me and uh, so i went on to give a session sorry to sorry. cut you off basically if like you had tiktok at that point in time you could have become like shravan in finance or something <laughs> you could, could have be, could be uh, so we have a youtube channel uh, okay so we mm-hmm. do have a youtube channel like uh, last three three to four years uh, we do post a lot of uh, information about uh, where people should invest in fact the company name uh, planify came from word financial planning because uh, but i have always believed in that we need to plan our finances uh, well uh, to so that uh, we don't uh, so so to to have uh, financial freedom and financial uh, liberty uh, later on we should uh, plan our finances and that is where we write our name as well and uh, that has been the story uh, we saw a big problem of people not understanding i gave a session at eny it's one of the big four companies uh, and when uh, one of my friend asked me to do a session at eny i said yaar people are all those people are mba finance what will i go and teach them <laughs> i don't even have a formal degree and they said no the thing we should talk about are very practical you should go and do a session i went on to give a session at uh, to their leadership team and they liked the session so much they asked me to do the session for all 15000 employees uh, which they have in india Mm-hmm. and that is where it caught my attention that if uh, this is such a big problem that people even mba finance people because corporate finance is really uh, very different from how normal investment needs to be done so if uh, they are having this challenge uh, why don't we solve it for the other people who really does not have very good understanding of uh, finance and uh, investments so that is how my journey of planify started so i think the biggest take away is don't run after degrees practical knowledge beats any time <laughs> the book knowledge right your skills and results uh, are going to uh, overall determine uh, what kind of success you have in your life rather than degrees awesome rajesh awesome it's just so nice to see you i mean not see you but see your journey through audio and to understand you know what you have built it's amazing you know always good to hear such stories and uh, any so one last uh, final um, question from my side so uh, top two or top three companies which you are really interested in or it could be sector wise uh, which you see have lot of potential and they are not just fads uh 
so i'll be uh, so overall uh, as i said there are few few sectors uh, so there are few themes i'll say which are actually very interesting mm-hmm. one theme which i really love is china plus one theme where uh, we are trying to build uh, so our uh, prime minister narendra modi ji it is their birthday today so uh, they are trying to build a manufacturing hub in india as well so uh, indian economy in last 2000 years we like before the british era we we, we were uh, for 107 uh, for 100 so for 1700 years we were the number one gdp across the globe and the simple reason was we were doing manufacturing of almost everything uh, for the complete uh, uh, complete world and that got lost once uh, british uh, started ruling us so this is something uh, which uh, narendra modi ji want to again uh, bring in and they want to bring in a lot of manufacturing a lot of things have been done under pli scheme uh, where uh, which is a production link incentive uh, for the viewers who don't know where uh, anything which will be manufactured uh, there will be a lot of rebates a lot of tax relief uh, reliefs which will be given uh, by the government so that a uh, lot of manufacturing start again happening in india and this is one theme which i really love uh, i think uh, this is a really big potential uh, companies such as specialty chemicals which i talked earlier uh, this is one sector uh, which is again china plus one theme uh, another theme is toys but uh, what, uh, what we have seen uh, government is uh, incentivizing uh, to build toy companies in india right now we import close to 17000 worth crore of toys from china taiwan korea uk and france uh, and uh, right now there is not even a single company which is even doing 5 crore revenue uh, in india in toys so this is another space uh, which is again uh, very interesting very very simple theme which will make i think a lot of money for the investors uh, sim- apart from that uh, the companies uh, which are doing which are actually uh, not into ev but uh, they are actually helping out these ev space uh, companies uh, like there are b2b players uh, there are uh, there are lot of companies which are actually behind the scenes uh, but providing to each ev ev company uh, their technology their uh, chips and without them the ev actually cannot go live uh, so i think those companies are really interesting bets uh, to take on and the simple businesses which uh, will have good cash flows uh, and have good uh, overall vision to make it big those kind of businesses uh, people should look at uh, uh, before they invest mm-hmm. so i think overall the theme is invest in simple business that's the best ha <laughs> <laughs> ah, right and that 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 is uh, like true from 150 years businesses which is having good cash flows those are real assets awesome rajesh it was such a pleasure to have you uh, uh, any any comments from your side before we wrap this up uh, it was really great conversation ashish uh, i i know you are doing uh, this really good work of uh, connecting a lot of lot with the entrepreneurs and helping the buddy people i'll be happy uh, to meet you in person also uh, great going Uh, and all the best uh, also uh, definitely